Hey, Prime members, you can listen to En La Sala ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. ¿Qué pasa, mi gente? Welcome back to En La Sala podcast here on Amazon Music with your girl, Becky G. If you guys tuned in to last week's episode, I'm so happy to have you here again in my little sala. As I mentioned before, we're actually doing this podcast in my apartment. Well, in our apartment uh, with my boyfriend, Sebastian. We share this living space together and we're taking la cuarentena super seriously. So that's why we are here. Estamos presente en la sala. Basically, this is a show where you can join me, as I mentioned before, your girl Becky G, to talk about all things happening in our communities and all kinds of topics from sports, politics, love, which we're going to get into today. And I'm super excited about that and also of course music and all things for la cultura guys welcome back to the sala a lot has happened since we last spoke so let's get up to speed I also want to remind you guys that it is not too late to go out and register to vote. I'd like to mention a fun little fact. I learned that in my city, in Inglewood, you can go to the forum actually to go and vote. So remember, registering is just the first step. We also have to come up with our voting plan. And it's all up to you on what you're comfortable with. Are you voting by mail? Are you going to go to physically vote? I mean, you're physically voting from home too. So I guess that doesn't really make sense. But you know what I mean. I mean, so I don't know. You might catch a girl over in Inglewood at the forum putting in her ballot. And also, like I mentioned before, if you tuned in for last week's episode, happy to see you again. Next week's episode is also going to be super exciting. It's going to be about voting and all things about voting. So we're also going to have some big guests come through the sala. I'm really looking forward to those conversations. And for my Cali peeps, actually just know the deadline to register to vote is October 19th. All right. So make sure you get it in. This episode is going to be very special and very close to my heart. As I mentioned early on, we're going to be having heart-to-heart conversations and reaching new levels. And there's so many things that inspire me about our culture. And one of the things that I think about when I think of our culture is how we love. We are so passionate about everything from how we work and who we work for and and what inspires us and how we love our families. And I know for me personally, like I am a full-blown lover. I love hard. And so I felt like because it is a podcast existing on Amazon Music and me as an artist, a musical artist, love really inspires me. It inspires me so much. For me, love and lyrics go hand in hand. So I thought, who better to bring on to my podcast today as the special guest, but my love, my inspiration, my man, my man this year, my man, Señor Sebastián Legit. Come on in, baby. I want to say welcome to my sala, but technically... It's, it's ours because it's in our it's apartment. Literally in our living room. <laughs> All right, let's get you set up here. Ah, Have you ever done a podcast before? Ooh, this sounds cool. You like it? It's cool, right? Um, there do you, you go. Like my sexy voice. Ooh. Ooh. I sure do. All right. Are you good with volume and everything? 
Mic check, one, two. We're He's good. never done a mic check before. Yo, turn me up in the headphones real quick. Oh, okay. It's not a rap song. Oh. <laughs> it's a podcast. All okay. Right, all right. Well, I'm so happy to have you in La Sala. Thank you for being my very first in-person guest. Probably my only because of coronavirus, but it's all good. Yeah. How's your quarantine been, by the way? It's been challenging. Why? Because I've had to Spend so make much sure time you have me? food. Make sure your clothes are clean. You're ah, acting like you do laundry up I, in here. Okay. Don't, hey, I told you not to tell them everything. Oh, well. Anyways, I'm so happy to have you here. No, yeah. And for those who don't know, this is my boyfriend, Sebastian. I guess for the ones who don't really know about you, I'd like for maybe to share a little bit about yourself, your background, where you come from, and what you do. Okay. All right, my name, my full name is Sebastian Francisco Legette. My parents were born in Argentina, Buenos Aires. My mother was born in Buenos Aires and my dad in Mar del Plata, which is down south. I'm very proud of my Argentinian heritage, culture, um, which I know you've, you've been down there many times, so. Yes, know. I love Argentina. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Argentina. I was born in San Francisco, California, 415. Right, South City to be exact. South City to be exact, but you know, I'm trying to make it general. But um, <laughs> yes, and I have three amazing sisters, which I love very much. My heroes, shout out to Vivi, Vanessa, Valeria. You know, I gotta oh, take this sure. opportunity. You know, a lot of people are listening shout to shout out. out my sisters. You know, <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, and I'm my partner is uh, Miss Rebecca Gomez, he, who I love very much. It's so funny. I love that you called me by my full name because Always. something that he hates or not. I don't want to say nah, hate. Nah, hate's hate. a strong word, um, but he finds really funny is when people ask him, hey, how's Becky G doing? Like this when they're true. like somebody that like, you know, either he works with or that he's like cool like, with, yo. but they refer to me as Becky G and he's like, it's just Becky or like just be, you know, so he and he usually calls me Rebecca too sometimes. So well, at first I was like, why is everybody calling you B? Your name starts with an R. I was like, <laughs> like it just didn't make sense to me. I was like, what is this? But it's all good. It's all you good. You know, you're a global superstar. I totally get it. That's one thing I didn't say. I played for the oh, LA Galaxy. Yeah, he plays for the LA the Galaxy. national team. Oh, long <laughs> intro. Sorry. Long intro. Uh, whatever. Yeah. So. Well, I think what's really awesome though, like about how we met, which I want to kind of get into a little bit. Maybe you can share that story from your perspective, because obviously I remember how we met, but I would love for yeah. you to also share with everyone, maybe um, what, you know, how we came into contact, I guess, you know? Well, I not, not I think, I know. It all started uh, with uh, Jor uh, my former teammate at, in England, uh, Jordan Spence, mm -hmm. and his wife, Naomi Scott. Naomi, Naomi Scott. Mm -hmm. And... You know, he hit me up one day on random and was like, yo, I got this girl for you. I cannot tell you her name or what she does, but I got a girl for you. And I was like, uh, what type of joke is this? Like, you can't even. And he's like, I can't even show you. Oh, no, he did. He showed me a picture, but like way back, yeah, of, yeah. like a younger version of you. And I didn't. Of course, I didn't even know at the time. You were like, what, 18, 19? Yeah, I was like you were, 19, yeah. You, uh, 
Well, okay. You're, I, okay I'll you turn my this side part. of this story because basically, so shout out to Jordan, by the way, because while Jordan was putting in um, his groundwork with Sebastian, Miss Naomi on the other side, we were shooting Power Rangers. Obviously, I was a yellow Power Ranger. She was the playing the pink Power Ranger. And we immediately had like the sisterhood connection. So we would have sleepovers. We would spend like time at each other's apartments. And she would always refer to this guy, Sebastian, and, and share stories. But mm. she never told me what he looked like, what he did or anything. And I remember one day we were walking by, um, she was also putting in groundwork on her end. And we were walking by like a random like bridal shop or whatever. She's like, oh, Bex, we should go try on dresses. Um, Cause I already know he's gonna marry. And I was like, nay, nay, chill, <laughs> chill. No, I'm nay. 19. I'm living alone for the first time. Like I'm out here in Vancouver doing my thing. I'm mm. focused on my career. Like either you got to show me what's up and show me what he looks like or like just stop talking yeah. about this guy because it's kind of getting like, it's kind of getting weird, you know? And then she showed me pictures of you and I was like, oh, Sebastian, mm. what's up? Mm. And I remember I took it. I'm, I actually, yeah, I don't think you, do that? you, yeah, no, I don't Can think you, do you know again? this. Do oh, what's time. up? Okay, yeah, like okay. that. Right. And um, so I remember I actually took, I went to your Instagram and I followed you. And then I, and then I waited a little bit and then I followed you on Twitter. And I remember taking a screenshot um, of your, one of the pictures that you had on Instagram and I sent it to my mom. And I said, oh, well, this is my future boyfriend. Thank you, universe. You what did your mom say? Oh, he looks you, like no, uh, you know what too she said? older. Oh, it's exactly that. She said, he looks old. <laughs> old yeah old. but like older you know like i know but you do look more mature for your age oh yeah it's like you know you have the beard you have like the strong features how like, old do I look you look like a like a grown man you know like i see some 23 years out there and they did not Ooh. they don't look 23 they still look like they're out you know little, and you know i don't know babies. but anyways yeah you did look much more mature so i think my mom was kind of like oh like you're still like my my daughter you know like oh he's kind of like he's grown you know what did, he's what older. did frank what did big frank say though well, you know my dad. My dad's nah, awesome. He's, the best. he's honestly he's the best. Like yeah, he's he so cool with it. He's always super supportive. But anyways, I basically what did I do, babe? What did I do? Tell him. I got no shame. Yo. <laughs> she's straight up with no shame. No shame. Slid into the DM hard on Twitter. Hard. Do you like, remember what I said? Yeah, you hit me with the hi. <laughs> I was like, so hard, and yo. I was talking. To, I was actually, I remember, I'll never forget it. Uh, I was talking. I was in. I was in my Jeep. I was uh, talking with my boy Al, and we were just talking. And I was not going to going through my phone. And then I was like, "Yo, she just messaged me." Like he's like, "Oh, on the Grammy." I'm like, "No, on Twitter." I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Who does that still?" And I was, "Who does that still?" What do I you mean, mean, I mean, now I guess. You yeah, know, you, I, I, I respect. Go, I respect normal. your. I respect your hustle. I respect your hustle. Thank you. Also, you know? I feel like that's like different for you. No, yeah, you know? no, I appreciated it. It was yeah. like, yo, she's like on her grown, grown. Her grown woman. She knows you know? what she wants. Yeah. She didn't wait for me to reach no. out. She reached out. And then out. I, yeah, mm. then I knew later on. She definitely knew what she wanted. Yeah, for sure. So fast forward. We became kind of like phone phone friends, I guess. Yeah, we would yeah talk. you were shooting your movie, and obviously I was doing my thing, mm -hmm. you know, going yeah, you back. Yeah, I was, doing, I was doing my thing, and, you know, you were shooting this big, huge movie. Obviously, we're all fans of Power Rangers, so it was kind of, like, unique to hear that experience from you. Like, oh, you know, I'm here in Vancouver. It's my first time away from home. 
Uh, and then, you know, obviously you had a lot of like challenges there mm -hmm. and just helping you, even though we've never met in person, but just helping you like get through navigate. those challenges and yeah, navigate through those. And then obviously me, me in my life having certain things you were helping me out with. And, I'm, and then like there was times where I would like, I haven't even met this person in real life. <laughs> Why am I like spilling all my, all, all my, my stuff, all my tea? Yeah. But again, that, I guess that was uh, the first signs of you know, compatibility. Maybe, maybe. Damn. He doesn't know this part. When we went for our first date, he said, we should, we should hang out. We should go get some food or something. And I'm like, okay, cool. And in my head, I'm like, wait, but like, does he like, is he digging me? Like, is he liking me? Or is this like just a friend's thing? Are we just mm. hanging out? And then I changed my outfit three times because I was like, it's not woman enough. Like I gotta be on my woman shit. It's you know what I'm saying? With you. So I literally, oh, it inside. stuck with me. I was like, ooh, I gotta look like a woman. Like I wanna show him I'm a woman. I literally changed my outfit three times and we just went to go sushi. And how many rolls did we eat? Ugh, how many rolls did you eat? Oh. <laughs> I got no shame. We did go down. We 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 got down, but that was we the did. way. But that was that was good. Like that made it like fun, you know. Like it we made just it kept, so fun. Keep it coming. Run and it you back. also didn't make a reservation, so we waited. Oh, put me on blast! <laughs> oh God! All right, hey everybody, if you know, I planned the whole thing. All right, we go to the. You know, I told the guy like, uh, no, I don't, I'm not ready. And then so we we went for a walk down the, the pier. pier. Sunset. It was romantic. Come I must on. say, it was. It was intentional. It was all probably. intentional. Okay. I won't, that's, if that's your story, I won't, I won't deny. Not, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So I made a bunch of notes because I feel like there's so many things that I wanted to talk about. And I think that one of the m biggest inspirations for me is obviously love, right? Yes. But I Huge. also think that we only know how to love the way we are taught, right? So how you love is very different than how I love. Yes. And I was thinking like, this is an awesome conversation to dive into. And I even brought it up to the fans. Thank you so much for sending in your guys's questions because yes, we're going to get to you. that part they sent in some cool questions for us um but i wanted to like ask you if you could explain like our dynamic as a relationship like what would those words be what would those words yeah like as far as like our dynamic as like a, a team right i think we're just compatible i mean we're each other's counterpart mm -hmm. that's the best way i could put it like you know i have my flaws and i think You've helped me get better at them since I've known you. And I mean, what more can you ask for? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what any, I mean, yeah, that's always been something that has been special to me. Just like whenever I look at you or I look back on our relationship and how we started and where we are and how I am now, mm -hmm. I'm just like, damn, like I've really grown and I've grown with you and we've grown with each other. So it's, I think uh, from that, aspect of things i think it's very special i love that thank you so much that's very nice words he doesn't talk to me like this all the time guys this is actually <laughs> true. actually true i should actually talk to you uh, express a little well, bit more thank you for feeling safe in la sala in la sala boom cool. boom one of the things that i wanted to ask you is like what do you think like our generation right because we're obviously we have an, an age gap, but for the most part, like our dating experiences and what our generations deal with in dating and relationships. What do you think is like one of like our generation's biggest challenges when it comes to partnership and um, relationship? Do you think that there's a lot of it out there? Or you think that we need more of that out there? I just think I mean, I've I've also heard like a lot of like older people say the say this about our generation. But I do think it is true. Like when the going gets tough, like, you know, I mean, people our age, they just they're like on to the next. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is OK. It depends on the situation. Yeah. 
but I feel like more times than not, if they just stuck with it and actually communicated and worked through the problems, you could have got a lot farther. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, I mean, unless you have like something completely different, but I, whenever I think of our generation, I'm just like, man, and I've been, you know, like I'm guilty. I was guilty of that, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, in previous relationships, friendships, uh, you know, just like as soon as like the person like doesn't, yeah, a conflict comes into play. It's like. I don't need this. I don't need mm-hmm. this shit. You know, it's just yeah. like deflect. I deflect, need a, yeah, deflect. totally, yeah. and never look like, oh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so accountability. Uh, yeah, accountability is, is huge. So I think, um, yeah, I would go. I would go with that as yeah. far as our biggest like challenge. And ugh, I just, I hope it gets better. You mm-hmm. know, because. Especially with, you know, the social media platforms and things like that. It's it's really hard for, for people. Yeah. You know? And for and everybody. Sure. So you always talk about it. Yeah. Just the access to people. The access. It's just so, um, I think one of the hardest things too about uh, relationships for me in this generation is really understanding that a relationship or a partnership with someone doesn't mean that it's the end of your individuality. And I think that that's one thing that I've really learned with you. And Mm. I think another thing that I want to add to this is like, we're, like I said earlier, we're only, we only know how to love the way we're taught to love. right? Right. So if your parents grew up, not affectionate, not giving you words of affirmation. You think loving is the same way. So I'm going to be tough and I'm not going to show emotion and I'm, I'm going to deflect things yeah. and never take accountability. But you know I love you. As to where me and my family, I mean, you no. felt it. My, our no, love is overwhelming. As as the door. It's sometimes, it, it's borderline codependent. And I had to learn that. Yeah. That yeah. isn't necessarily healthy either. You know, where is that balance? And I think that we make such a great partnership mm. because of that. Totally. Because... You were very far here. I was very far on this side. And when we come together, we're able to kind of level each other out and ground each other. Exactly. And I think that that's something that if we could give any advice, right? Because we are four years into this. And yeah. if there are any couples out there who like, you know, they question, they struggle. Like what Seb was saying, you know, temptation is tough sometimes, especially when you have access to so much. Yeah. And in our industries, because I know from the outside looking in, people think like, you got it. It's easy at the snap of a finger, but you're still a human being. Yeah. You still have your own flaws. You still have your own insecurities. And so because you do have access to things so much, part of what I think real respect and partnership is being able to look at temptation in the face and say, no, yeah. it's not saying I can't be around it at all because I don't know what I'll yeah. do. Cause the truth is, is like, you know, because of our lifestyles, you know, the, the players on the off season and when you do got time to let loose and right. have fun, um, or for me, you know, I, I do club appearances. I do yeah, this, I do that. Them. You got to trust your partner. You got to be able to say, hey, you yo, you got to go, you got to know who you're with. You know yeah. I mean? like, and that leads me to a question. Do you consider oh yourself to be like the jealous type? Or were you ever the jealous type of, of partner? Again, I've always lived by like, you know who you're with. Like if you were like different, mm-hmm. you know, if you were just the way you move was different, then. I mean, I, I, move, I, would, I move nice. I you mean, know you what move saying. different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you move different. But no, I mean, like when we're not with each other and I mean, you're the most communicative person I know, like you're constantly in communication with me, letting me know if you're good, if you're if you're safe, if you're, if you landed, like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's very, you make it very easy for me Mm -hmm. in in that sense. So 
again, I, I don't get jealous. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if the dude was all up on you and, yeah. you know, I'll get in, you know, in his way and shit. <laughs> but, I mean, mm, I'll pull, I like I'll pull an, an Emilio, you know, like, little just one, like a little one-two and he's out. Boom. But I, I haven't that. had to do that because you have security guards that do it for you. Shout out to Joe. Shout what up, Big Joe? Joe? He we puts love me you. in great positions because I'm just like, she's good. He's got it, dude. Yeah. I don't got to do anything. And no, no, I love that, and it makes yeah. me so happy to know that you can, you know, say that confidently. I think a lot of people struggle with that, being able to say, "I trust my partner." Yeah. And sometimes it's not even, "Do I trust my partners?" Do I trust the environment that they're in, the friends that they're hanging out with, yeah. the, you know, the environments that they're it's in. Huge. And so, I also want to talk about, you know, obviously, like I asked you earlier, how's your quarantine? I know you joked around saying, "I got to make sure you're fed and the house is clean and whatever," yeah. but. Also, like on a humane level, outside of our relationship, what has this time to reflect been like for you? I'm sure there's pros and there's also cons. There's downsides to it. And I don't want to bring up anything too personal for you, but I know because I lived it with you as your partner when you got injured and you were basically like you couldn't do anything for a whole year. Like, does this time ever like trigger something in you, take you back to that time? Do you feel like you're in a different headspace now? Well, actually, funny enough, before like this was actually this part was not like planned at all. I mean, mm-hmm. none of this was planned at all. But <laughs> uh, but I I, th- I thought about today and I was thinking about you randomly. Uh, oh, I know nice. you're my girlfriend, but still. <laughs> uh, and I was thinking about like the times at post surgery. And I swear to God, this was like super random today. When post surgery, when like I'm still out of it, I had to go to like the bathroom and like you would like help me get there and like little I was me. just like <laughs> little me I know that might be like TMI and stuff but like it just like reminded me like how much you helped me through that time so now that you bring it up you know it's like that was the craziest stuff I've ever been through mm-hmm. you know and if you were not there I really don't know where I'd be mentally you know mm-hmm. like obviously I'd probably physically recover and all that would be taken care of because mm-hmm. obviously You're rehab and it's my team. job yeah but mentally like you really held me down in that sense so Thank like you, yeah i'm glad i'm glad you, sure I, i'm not I'm just saying that, that i really was thinking that today which was crazy i was like well oh, you've, been you that sa- it. you've been the same thing for me i think you can maybe speak to how um how deep I get, like, especially these days. Oh, my goodness. I'm so a, deep. I know I'm so deep. so deep. Again, bro. guys, it shows the difference between us, right? Yeah, she's. Mm, sometimes in the morning you, you hit me with the, okay, babe, not, mm, let's keep it light. Yeah. Let's keep I, it light. You I know, think, maybe not today. Yeah, but that's, that's good, though, right? Like, it's just like sometimes when I'm acting a fool or being too much or not doing enough, you you bring something out of me. And mm-hmm. then the same for me. I, yeah. It's more, you know, it's, well, I, it's not I my can, job, but go, it's like. I can go. Yeah, you can go. Hole. It's your. Because I want to know, you, like, the depth. Yeah, but you're you're not faking that sense. Like, no. what you see is what you get. Like, the way you see you or your fans see you or people that mm-hmm. don't know you directly see you. Like, that's how you really are, you know? Like, and I think you should take pride in that, which you do. But just a reminder. Thanks. You've been yeah. there also for my journey through through my mental health. And, I mean, I think, you know... We were supportive even for each other, like going to therapy. Like I I remember telling him for the first time, like, okay, like I'm officially doing it. Like I'm at a point where 
I just, I feel like I'm drowning, you know? And yeah. I, and I think that just being able to Which admit totally that you fine. need help is, totally is and, and outside help. It's not saying my partner isn't enough. It's not well, saying yeah, my I think family people can isn't take it enough. Personal, right? Like people yeah, can be like, well, for like sure. what do you mean? You You're can't like talk to struggling. me about it, but you didn't. Right. You were so supportive and the same the other way around. I was so proud of you yeah. when you did, made that decision, you know, to, to go see a therapist and embark in that journey of what therapy was going to be for you. And so Thank you for that. I can also thank you for that because you've been uh, that counterbalance. You bring a, a lightness to me hmm. where like when I start thinking too deep about things and I want the answers and I, you're always uh, reminding me, be present, live in today because that's all you can control. And if today's not a good day, tomorrow's yeah. a new day. Right. You know, and I that's feel right. like that's also um, something that I, I really hope for a lot of individuals out there when they are, you know, embarking in that journey of yeah. partnership with someone that they're able to confide in their partner and understand that. Because that's another thing maybe this generation struggles with, too, is like the, they have these unrealistic standards and I don't know where they get it from, but yeah. they want someone to be so perfect so perfect uh, yeah men and women yeah for sure like yeah. men want i don't know just unrealistic bodies or want i don't know just like yeah. want to take care of them but like to crazy lengths, lengths uh, or... and then women you know want a guy who's i don't know seven feet tall or yeah they don't uh, have you like know this... muscles and blah 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 and then like want a seven figure job and it's like it's a lot all right just it's let's get back to being humans and you know let's put our feet on the ground a little bit and i you know once you start there i think i think it's an issue too for sure so as we're talking about, you know, these expectations and, and sometimes these very high standards, and I'm not saying lower your standards and get with someone, you know, fall in love with someone's potential and not their actual being and what they're they're really following through on. But I'm just saying in general, I do think you have to leave some space in a relationship for growth, for growth and yeah. understanding that like, I think you, you and where you were post-surgery, right? During your injury and then what came after, it was like your physical health was great, but your mental space, yeah. you still needed to do some work. And it would have been so, I think, unfair of me to be like, yo, get your shit together, yeah. bro. Like, it's your journey and you got to take your time. And, and you, I mean, you can speak to my experience. Like, you've seen me. I think it's also our age, mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, it's hard to put pressure on people who are, at the time, I was 24. Mm -hmm. You were 20. Like, you were yeah, like 20, 20 21. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, being 28 now, just looking back, I'm like, like that was very deep. But like, thankfully, we you didn't put pressure on me, and I, you know, I didn't put pressure on you. Maybe you know, maybe you felt like I did at times or anything. But I always felt like I I I left you room to grow, and yeah. and you did the same for me. You know, I I look at myself, and like I said from before, like when we first began dating to now, and like how much I've grown in that. You've you've helped me, you know, become a better like brother, a better son, a better friend, and so like obviously a better partner in so many ways. But um, you know, I hope your head can still fit in this room after I <laughs> oh speak. Oh my god, guys, I'm like I have butterflies. But yeah, no, I think that is like one of the most special things. For Thanks, sure. baby. That's nice. I think it's time we get into the fan questions, okay? That was very well explained, by the way. I gotta give you credit. That was pretty good. Thanks, like, baby. Yeah. See, he's my—he's like such a good I, I hype man. I gotta give you credit. I gotta give you credit. Okay. 
Como dije antes al principio de este episodio, quería también hablar un poco en español, porque sé que tú también hablas español. Y sí. unos fans mandaron unas preguntas en español. Entonces, okay. es, esta primera pregunta es, ¿qué te dijeron tus papás cuando te, uh, le dijiste que tenías novio y cuál fue la reacción de ellos al conocer a Seba? So that's a question for me. Mm -hmm. um, pues mis papás... Gracias a Dios, um, son, eh, me apoyan mucho en, en varios diferentes aspectos de mi, de mi vida, en mi carrera especialmente, pero obvio, cuando viene el corazoncito de, 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 de la hija de ellos, you know, obviously I'm their daughter, they're going to be very protective, mm. pero creo que ellos te recibieron con brazos Muy abiertos, bien. como sí. familia, Desde ¿no? Desde el primer día, yeah. sí, sí, sí. No, yo me acuerdo que, que cuando vos estabas en Vancouver um, filmando la, la película, yo fui solo, no sé uh -huh. si te acordás, sí. pero yo fui solo a introducir, uh -huh. a introducir mi, a tus papás. Uh -huh. Fui a, la, a tu casa sin decirte nada. No, él no me en, dijo en, nada. En secreto y yo tocó a la puerta y... Uh, Ellos Aleja, se Aleja, ya, Alejandra, uh, tu mamá me... Uh, ahí me, me recibió y dije, oh, yo soy Sebastián. Y un placer conocerte. Un, un placer conocerte, yeah. mucho gusto. Y ella, oh, vení, vení, vení. Lo, lo que quieras, lo que quieras, lo que quieras. Oh, ¿Quieres un juguito o algo? Y uh, no, ahí lo sentamos, hablamos por una hora. Yo solo quería ir por 10 minutos, yeah. pero tu familia... Yeah. Así son. Así son, pero a mí, a mí me encanta. Sí, a mí I'm me encanta. so happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yo me recuerdo exactamente ese momento cuando mi mamá, él se fue de la casa y ella me llamó y me dijo, oh my God, no vas a creer quién oh vino God. a la casa. And I was like, who? And she's like, Sebastian. And I actually started crying because yo pensé, wow, qué caballero. Literalmente... Sin hablar conmigo, fue a mi casa a hablar con mis papás para decirles que, mira, cuando tu hija está conmigo, te lo prometo que ella va a estar bien. Yeah, estamos que no disfrutando. Juegos, que yeah. no, estamos que, que disfrutando no este tiempo juntos. Yo sé que ella está muy lejos, pero cuando ella regresa, um, quiero que ustedes sepan quién soy y, yeah. y mis intenciones. And I was like, oh my God, like no one's ever done that before. I mean, if anything, I don't know. I mean, Past situations for me, I always I, had I never to did like, it Either, though, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think that was obviously. Yeah, I remember calling my sister. Or you did a great job. Oh. That was really good. Okay. I, I also. Well, in Espanol or in English? A mí no me importa. En español, si quieres. No, entonces en español. Okay. No, no, okay. Uh, no, yo me. Bueno, yo, yo fui para decirle eso. Exactamente mm -hmm. que. Hey, yo, you know, yo soy Sebastián. Hice eso, pero para decirle que, que se relajen, que. You know, yo no estoy jugando juegos, yo, esto yeah. es algo serio, que bueno, pase lo que pase, no te prometo nada, pero yeah. uh, you know, por re yeah. con respeto. Y yo ni tuve chance de decir eso porque ellos hablaron durante to oh to todo God, el tiempo. Eso, so ellos habla me hablaron, me dijeron historias, me dijeron you know, cuenta de que de, de, o me mostraron fotos, me dijeron de todo. Entonces yo salí de ahí diciendo... Ni, ni podía decir lo que yo quería decir, pero la próxima vez sí le me expresé exactamente lo que... I love that memory. Decir. That was a beautiful yeah, memory funny. to look back on. Well, thank you to the fans for sending in these questions. All right, here we go. Next one. Oh, my God. Right. ¿Cómo fue el primer beso que se dieron? ¿Cómo fue? Por favor, dime. Delicioso. Oh. Yes. Oh, I don't man. know. I don't know if 
fireworks sounds very romantic in Spanish. That, like that we say, day, this. that day I <laughs> nailed this. <laughs> uh, that one I nailed. That one I saw. Well, yeah, I you did away, good. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna yeah, say fireworks, on. but then I was like, fireworks in Spanish is cuetes. It was cuetes. It just doesn't sound cute. But I remember that first kiss very clearly. I knew it was on a second date. By the way, I thought he was gonna kiss me on the first date, and I low key I remember he kissed me on the forehead. Good night, and I was like. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe this didn't go good. Maybe it's like, and then he hit me up the next day. No, literalmente me mandaste un mensaje el próximo día y él me dijo, oye, ¿quieres ir a agarrar algo de comer? Un café. No, porque vos te ibas el día, el próximo día. Yeah. Un día después, sí. Entonces yo vi la oportunidad de, bueno, la pasamos tan bien que yo quería verte de nuevo. And we did. And we went to go get a coffee. And we went back to the pier. And we walked down the pier. And we sat down to watch the sunset. And then it happened. And it was so cute. Okay, I really thank you to whoever sent this question because it's a really good question. Um, going back to like, you know, little tests and games that you can play with your partner. I really recommend people finding out what their love language is. Mm. So uh, someone here asked, do you know each other's love languages and what are they? I think from my knowledge, mm-hmm. like I think what affirmations is a love language. You mm-hmm. need, you yeah. need. You need to be like, like reassured re- with reassured words and reminded and, uh, communication. through communication. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for you. Like when I go a long time without expressing anything to you, I think you start, you know, you might like kind of like your body language changes mm-hmm. or you're more affectionate because you're maybe subconsciously trying to like get yeah. something out of me or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed. Yeah. I would say mine are all of them. I'm all the le- minus the gift yeah, giving one. I'm not really. Yeah, big I'm not. On a, I'm not a gift giver. That's one. Not yeah. because I'm cheap, but just no, me. no. But I it just, just it doesn't come out of me. It honestly doesn't naturally. But yeah, and I mean, another way around, I don't expect any. Gifts yeah, that's in definitely that's not, not your like something. I, yeah, like I feel like as I've gotten older, it's not like oh man, I can't wait to wrap it. Or I can't wait um, to like yeah. get my gift from my birthday or something. Like, yeah, no. I'm more like you know spending quality time. I think that's, yeah, that's, quality time. I was gonna say quality time love, is yeah. his love language, which makes it hard when sometimes you know we are kind of like a on and off long distance relationship, even though we live together and we yeah. started long distance and whatever. I think that quality time does recharge our batteries, totally. especially yours, to kind of stay inspired in the relationship, to keep going. So mm-hmm. that was a really good question. Thank good you guys question. for sending that one in. Um, okay. Oh, there's so many good questions yeah. here. Do you see any any questions here that you would like to, to answer? Uh, how do you keep things exciting and romantic after these few years? I always did believe that, like, if you put in the effort that you did in the beginning now— Mm-hmm. Or however long you've been in the relationship, yeah. you won't see an end. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like, I mean, if I'm, I feel like we both mm-hmm. never stop trying. Yeah. It goes back to what you were saying earlier. Yeah. And that's really like the secret for me. Like if you do what you did in the beginning, you won't see an end. Yeah. You know, that's I kind of that. Su relación ya lleve un par de años, como bien lo sabemos. Pero como todas las parejas, hay buenos y hay malos momentos. Ustedes como tratan de arreglar a sus discusiones cuando las tienen. Comunicación. Yo creo que eso es lo más importante. Sí, sí, Poder sí. hablar con tu pareja sin eso. filtro. Y, uh-huh. y saber que a veces no vamos a ver las cosas eh, lo mismo, pero 
es importante expresar y comun comunicar, así se dice, Ay, comunicar. comunicar, yo creo que eso te lleva muy lejos y también amistad, amistad es súper importante, sí. saber que esto es mi amigo, no es mi enemigo, uh -huh. entonces, ¿cómo podemos trabajar juntos en este problema? Porque no es, and I'm going to say it in English, it's not me versus you, uh, because of a problem, it's me and you versus the problem. Right. I think that well, mentality so. is very helpful. Do you feel pressure? Mm, this is gonna, <clears throat> I don't know why, it like kind of surfaced something in me, going back to stay tuned for the mental health episode coming in this yeah, podcast, so, because I, this is actually something that I'm gonna bring up later on um, and really go into more depths about it. But in the in respects to our relationship, uh, the question is, do you feel pressure from the industry to be sexy and can that be uncomfortable to your relationship? How does Sebas feel about that? You speak first uh, and then I'll... Um, I th yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the, the most common question I get from like teammates and friends is like, oh, like, you know, what do you like, what do you feel or what do you do when you see like, you know, Becky uh, dancing on, uh, you know, somebody who you collab with on mm -hmm. a video or something. Obviously, you've got to be like sexy and you got to wind and even though I prefer you didn't, <laughs> I understand that that is your job. And again, like... It goes back to like, I know who I'm with. Like, I understand what her job consists of and you're a professional and like, I know, I know who I'm with, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think it just like, that's how I always like, you know, but everybody's like, whoa, like, dude, I'd be going crazy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but if you knew her the way I did, or it'd be a different conversation yeah. or if, you know, it just depends on the situation, depends mm -hmm. on, on, on the partnership, but Yeah, I think they're, but I think for you, I mean, do you feel pressure? No, I, I think what you said is is very true. Um, and I always try to be very considerate and empathetic as to how that can make uh, my partner feel in those situations. But at the same time, I think it's a mutual respect of knowing that even though we don't do the same thing, he understands that it's like, for me, sometimes I'm like an actress, I'm playing a part. I'm not thinking about, oh, I get the opportunity to look like I'm hooking up with someone or to get cute with someone. Mm -hmm. It is literally my goal. What I'm thinking about in my head is what is going to make the best video? What is going to make the best performance? It's not exciting for fans to see when there is a romantic song or a sexy song and an artist be over here and then the artist on the other side and there's no chemistry. It's like, right. that's the power of performance, right? And that's the actress side of me talking. Um, and I'd like to really like, you know, emphasize on that, that it's not me taking advantage of an opportunity mm -hmm. to betray my partner in any way or disrespect him in any way. It's me doing, fixed. yeah, it's me doing my job. And because he knows that, that's why I respect him so much because he's never he's never pulled that card he's never made me feel guilty he's never been like yo like you can't do that he's on the contrary i'm proud of you and i think this is the part that i wanted to get into on do i feel pressure from the industry to be sexy my journey in finding my sexy has been so far from pretty And how I've gotten to where I am to be confident in my skin and in my body has a lot to do with the people that I've surrounded myself with and understanding that when I go there, it's because I choose to, yeah. not because someone else is telling me to do so, yeah. you know, because sex sells. No, it's because I feel confident and this is what it is. I remember telling somebody for a music video and obviously maybe this is TMI, but like the truth is, you know, there's a bunch of cooks in the kitchen and sometimes, you know, they say, well, she has to do this. 
And I'm like, put me in front of a camera in fucking sweatpants with no makeup. And if I tell you that that's my sexy, that's my sexy. You're not going to tell me what makes me feel empowered. You're not going to tell me how to share my sexuality and and how I'm comfortable with it, you know? So anytime that I have gone there, it's because I've chosen to. And like I said, because it's a decision and it's not a decision that I make recklessly or impulsively. It's something that I show him the video treatments. I'm like, babe, what do you think about this? He sees it. He's a part of that process. So I think that that's why we've come to a place. Exactly. That's why we've come to a place where it's like, you can trust your partner and be confident in that and you can respect it at the end of the day. So I appreciate you so much for being able to be as strong I mean, as you are. I that could be like a hard. make or break for a lot of people. Yeah, you know I, I mean? know it's not, really Not hard. to like give me, you know, credit, but mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, like I, I can totally see that. I mean, imagine if I like really yeah. like was like blowing up your phone on a video and just like somebody sending me like, you know, shots of you and yeah. you guys are getting close. And I'm just like, I can't believe Angry. you right now. And when it's just like totally psyching you out of your job. Mm-hmm. And I that just never sat well with me. I, I could never do that. Like, yeah. that's just the honest I respect truth. you a lot for that. Honestly, it's very helpful. That's on a my good side question, though, because yeah, it's, it's a very a good question. Though. I'm really glad we answered that. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, so now we're just going to move on to a part of my podcast where I like to talk about the songs that get you through um, the quarantena. So like, I want to know maybe three songs that you are listening to at the moment that you're vibing with, that you like, because obviously this is on Amazon Music. You know what I'm saying? So we got to talk about La Musica a little bit. I love music. I'm going to go with some Tootsie Slide, Drizzy. Okay. Hard. Hard. I know you stole my... My, on the last episode, but La Curiosidad. He did introduce by Jay me to Wheeler that. and we Mike gotta, Towers. Got to mention it again. Fire, super fire. And I've been rocking your like your new song that you know cannot be announced yet. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking That's about Vioso. Because I, you know, I get the little hookup and nobody, you know, gets to hear that. 
no se cae. I mean, that one's actually. He's been vibing I, to that. Yeah, but I was talking about another one. But I know, but that's not coming out yet. I know. know. Nobody knows. Nobody even knows. You don't know what I'm talking about. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited for you. There too. is new stuff to come soon. I've been I've Exclusive. been bumping that. Yeah. And I'll keep bumping that. Okay. But uh, but you got you okay. So but Diaz Chuviosos. Yeah. Sorry, I say shoe. Shuviosos, the Argentine accent. But that is a. Oh my god! I love that song. Yo, shout out to my boy June, Lenny, and Alex. Los amo mucho. Esa canción. Pegadurísimo. Okay, we recently, because we're talking about music, did our very first music video debut together because we did a quarantine music video. Shout we out to the director Emilio. Shout out to the director real Emilio, quick. who is also quick, the man behind the camera. Shout out to La Familia. How did you feel being in the music video? I know you probably got got a lot of shit in the locker room. Shout oh, out to I all got, the I homies. Got, I got murdered. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I got murdered. Oh. But it is now, I mean, I got to say, though, the Galaxy fans are running with it. When Seb, okay, let's just that's also true, acknowledge. That's true. How many uh, goals? Fun, man. How many goals? Hey, I, hey, hey, I, I'm, I just, not, I, I'm a hype hey, this, real quick. I know I'm in La Sala, but let's, this is about you. Anyways, I don't want to Anyways, play. yo, the fans, shout out to all the LA Galaxy fans too, because they totally embraced the song. They and did, so when they Seb, did. every time Seb has either made like a really good play or a goal, they're always like, my man, my man is it's still true. my man. They do. They oh, love my, and my it. teammates, that's like the first song it's they great. play in the locker room. And I'm like, of course, I love the song and I support it, but it's like hilarious, you know, like yeah. you walk in and you're like, you're expecting like some like future, like, yo, let's go. But it's like, <laughs> my man, you know, it's like, I'm like, uh, you guys are ridiculous. I love it. But I did get murdered for that. Okay, now on to the Mala Santa segment of the podcast. Now, you were here for the this. filming you of the very first podcast. And shout out to him being a real one because he also listened to it. Okay. Because, you know, he had to support his girl. Streams. Streams, baby. And you know this part very well because we were obviously putting a lot of effort into creating the formula for what this podcast was going to be. And we wanted to have different various, you know, things to it. And the Mala Santa segment is very fun for me. Um, I shared some very funny stories. So now it's your turn. So I would like for you to share a Malo story um, and a Santo story. So. All right. How bad? Like, like, nah, but it was never like a bad. bad. Maybe like when you were a kid or something, you know, okay. like, do you have like a story when you were like a little like, uh, all right, travieso? I, got, I think, I think I have one. Yeah. Travieso. Like that's, all you right. have one. Okay. Sure. I'm not going to like, I don't know it's not I've even like that bad. You guys are going to be like, all right, man, you know, you need to get, you, you need to get better at being bad, you know, like, um, but okay. I think I was around, oh man, I was so young. I was like 12 and I don't know. I love kicking it with my my sister Vivi. I mean, all my sisters, but Vivi at the time, she's like uh, the the next one up. So I'm the youngest, and she's seven years older than me. So like we would always hang out, and I had to go to her room, um, you know, just chill, even if she wasn't there. And like we just that was our spot. And um, and then I one day I just went into her closet. I don't even know why, and I found this shoebox like dug up under her clothes, and I was like. Oh, what's in here? And Wait, how old are you, by the way? Ah, like around what age? Like you're you're like in elementary school, yeah. like fifth grade. Yeah, grade. maybe elementary, maybe okay. like my last year of elementary. I just school. needed to know for context. Yeah, for context. <laughs> yeah, because then you'd be like, oh my god, this guy's a. All right, you'll find out. 
So, uh, and I find this shoebox and I'm like, what's in here? And there's, you know, lo and behold, there's a, like this fat stack of $1 bills. Vivi, what uh, were you shout doing, out to, Shout out to Vivi. Uh, you know, I hope she was, no, I know she was not on the poll <laughs> to be straight up. Shout out to, shout v out to Vivi, star, though. by the way. She's no shame shit. in that, but Vivi's I knew that you weren't. Anyways, I was like, oh my God, like, I didn't know what the hell money. money meant. You know what I mean? I didn't know the worth. I didn't know the value. But like, I knew at four o'clock every day when I got home from school, the ice cream truck would always come around. And, you know, I'd always take like two bucks and I'd get myself a, what is it? A Choco Taco. I don't oh, know. If, I don't know if you God. listeners would, would get Choco that. Choco Tacos. That was the one for me. And like, yeah, I would always. And so, I mean, this happened for a long time. Even me, even she as a kid, notice. I was like, I was like, man, she doesn't notice. Like, you're taking her is, money. But I'm going to keep going. You know, like, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. And so I kept taking money. And then, of course, one day she's like. All right, Seb, like you taking my money. You know, <laughs> oh my god. You taking and my money. And I was yes? like, she was cool about it. Maybe she wasn't. I don't remember I don't remember exactly how that went down, but it, yeah, but we're still friends. That's good. You know, and so she she let me off the hook. I think because my age. If I did it now, she'd be like, wow, you're just a really bad brother. You're taking my money. You're taking my money, man. Yeah. Offer some for choco ice cream. tacos or choco tacos, whatever they're called. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'll never forget that. I got to bring that up to her next time I speak. Oh, for sure. Or she's just going to listen to this podcast and be like, yo, Seb, thank you for the shout out. But like, that was really messed up. Knowing her, she'll, she won't even go for the thanks the, for the shout out. She'll, she'll just be she'll like, that was really messed up, Seb. I love it. Um, okay, now it's time for your um, Santos story. So, like, what is something that you've probably done in your life that uh, has okay. maybe made an impact I mean, or that right. positively, you know, made an impact on someone else's life or that you did for yourself or, or a life-changing experience that ended positively uh, okay. because of your intention or something? Okay, I have one. Yeah? It's kind of deep. But I'm not going to like We're go into like super sala. details. No, it's okay. You, um, you can share your truth All right, truth long here. story short, you know, when people say that, they go on forever. <laughs> uh, I was around 18 years old and I was home from Europe. So every year I came home for, you know, for summer break, you know, after the season's done, you get to go home and go on your vacation. And I'd always just go back to San Francisco because obviously I miss my family and things like that. And on this particular day, this is probably two weeks into my vacation time. And on this particular day, I was hanging out with my friends and we were about to go to the city. You know, San Francisco, we, it's always known as the city. So when mm -hmm. you say the city, you know, everybody knows. But I don't know what told me. I mean, it's kind of like a sign from God. It's kind of appropriate that it's called uh, San, Santa because oh, yeah. the, or Santo in this case, because yeah. I forgot my phone because I went I went up. I grew up. Across the street from my best friend Chris, mm -hmm. or one of my best friends, oh, I've Chris. Been to Chris's You've been to Chris's house, house yeah. and so close, so close. So I, I, I'd always just go up, and in this case, I or in this, uh, on I, this day, I, on this yeah. day, I forgot my phone, and so we were kicking it for a little bit, and then I was like, all right, before we go to the city, let me just go get my phone. I'll, I'll walk back down, and then you guys swoop me up. All right, I do that. I walk down. It's not far at all. I go into my house and I get my phone. And I was just about to run out because I didn't really hear. But I saw my mom's car. Mm -hmm. So you knew she was home. So I knew she was. I, 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 yeah, I had a feeling like, I mean, come on, you know, like she didn't walk anywhere because it's not like that. And 
I would yell mom, mom. And then like something told me like, don't leave the house yet. You know, like don't just run off with your friends. And I kept looking at around the house, like nobody was, nobody was there, like everywhere, backyard, living room, her room. And I finally go to my room, but I already been there twice. I'm like, she's not in here. And I finally go again. And I look like under the covers, you know, when like somebody's hiding or something, you can see like the form of a body. Yeah, yeah. And my mom was under the covers. I, I look and I'm like, and she's like completely naked. She's just like, she's out of it. And I freak out. You know, like, mm-hmm. this is like, this, I don't even know what to do. I'm, I'm not even ready for this, whatever yeah. this is, you know, like, I, I think she's probably gone to be honest with you, but she is, I check I she's breathing. I know I check so she's crazy. breathing and I call, I mean, shout out to, I know I did so many shout outs in this thing, but like to my, you know, my friend, Chris and his brother, George, cause I couldn't have done it without him. I called them and I couldn't pick her up, but she, she was so out of it. And like, I wrapped her up in this blanket and we picked her up and we brought her to the car and, and I, I get in the, I get in the driver, uh, the driver's seat and he gets in the passenger. He's like, all right, drive. And I'm like, dude, I don't have my license. Like, I don't even know how to drive yet. Cause I, I was living in England. So like, I didn't, you know, it just like never occurred to me. Like panic mode. Yeah. Panic mode. And like, I just didn't even want to risk that. And like, so we switch seats and he go, you know, we go to the hospital and, you know, (laughs) it turns out she had an aneurysm, uh, which is, basically like a blister in your brain mm-hmm. and it bursted. And like, I mean, they said, if you didn't go back to your house, like there was no chance you would have survived. Wow. And so, uh, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, I know that's pretty deep, but like no, that was literally a sign from God story. or the universe, some sort of energy that told me to like, and thankfully I forgot my phone because yeah. my dad wasn't coming home till later that night. My mm-hmm. sisters were long gone. I will, probably would have been out for the rest of the night, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, yeah, crazy. Wow. Honestly. And she's li- alive and well. And yeah. The I mean, she's definitely well. I will oh, say yeah, that. She is. That woman is, I mean, yeah. just a true testament to like a mother's strength. I mean, you know, I think it's really cool to the dynamic between your mom and your dad because your yeah. dad is younger than your mom, but she still has this like young and like yeah. want to be involved energy. And yeah. like, she's such an incredible mother, but also now grandmother. And so mm. it's, it's, I obviously didn't know you at this time. So right. it's crazy to hear the story because. Yeah. And I'm she sure always says like, oh, you're my little santo, you know, like you, know, you oh, saved my life. That. You saved my life. And I'm like, nah, like you, you, you know, you did that. Like, that's your strength. Like whatever. You gave to me you, then you, came back. Yeah. You know, that's right. But I'll never. Yeah. It's just something that you just, it's not that you suppress or like, but I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have even thought about it if you didn't ask, you know, like, it's just something I put way back there because it was so like, well, it's a, it's kind of yeah, traumatizing it's yeah, it's I think, to see, you know, someone, I think we can all speak to seeing our parents sometimes as like these superheroes, right? They're totally. like invincible and they're Especially when you're unbreakable, young. you know, and then you become an adult yourself and you're like, yo, they're kind of messed up in their own way. They have their own things. They can definitely fall and, you know, get hurt and things like that. And when you're seeing like the body that has given you life, yeah, the woman that brought you into this world, like it's literally sur- her sur- body and have to moment. go into yeah. like this, this, you know, survival mode of like, I mean, you saved her life. That's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that here. Mm. That takes a lot, I'm sure. And no, I don't, yeah, I don't think we've ever like spoken about that story no, like not in, in depth detail, like no. that. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, that's an incredible Santo story. I think you're more Santo than you are Malo, even though he, he can be a little travieso sometimes, yeah. I will nah. say. But, um, okay. Steal dollar bills. Steal dollar don't bills. Don't leave that money oh around. Oh, my God. Those dollar bills. The Vivi, girl, truck I does, got you, Vivi. It does come around here. V-Star so. knows what's up. She knows I got her. Don't take her money no more. So thank you so much for coming into La Sala for my only my second episode and we got so deep i'm so proud of we us did. but it, it means so much to me and i mean maybe it's too early to say that you're my favorite guest watch Ooh. me tell every single person that comes into la sala that they're my favorite guest um i'm, I'm gonna make sure of that <laughs> no but it means so much to me i don't think we've ever um been able to speak so transparently and in um in depth about you know our relationship and i'm really proud i'm proud of yeah, us and i have inspires. no problem sharing this exactly i hope it inspires all of you guys out there. Well, we spoke about this episode and what it meant to us. And as we close out every single In La Sala episode, as I mentioned in the very first one, part of our formula is if we're going to talk about the culture, we are going to give back to the culture. So we are going to be dedicating this episode to... One Love. Uh, this is honestly one of my favorite uh, parts about mm -hmm. your podcast. Yeah. The f yeah. The fact that you give back. Thanks, you're about babe. it. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, like, you're about it. True. You have to be. It's all about action. Don't just talk That's about right. it. Be about it. And so for those who don't know about One Love, we actually together chose this organization uh, because as we all know, love is the most important thing in our lives. It makes the world go round. And yet we are taught very little about it, which like I said earlier, very early on in the podcast, right? We only know how to love how we were taught to love, right? right. So this is why One Love is so unique because One Love is on a mission to change that, to be able to bring education to young people about healthy and unhealthy relationships and dynamics by empowering them to identify and avoid different forms of abuse and yeah. learn how to love better, love themselves and love others. So shout out to One Love and all of the work that they're doing. It's amazing. We see you, we recognize you guys. And for those who also want to check out One Love, make sure you go to www.joinonelove.org. You can find all kinds of information about what they're all about and all of the help that they provide. And to anybody out there, I know in these hard times, especially of quarantine, you know, this is sadly a time where, like I said, for us, it's been a blessing in disguise, but for others, it's a time for abusive relationships to really thrive off of having their partner home all the time, being able to control their every single move. And so never be afraid to speak up. Make sure you are speaking to your loved ones. If you are finding yourself in that kind of situation and a kind of dynamic that you are starting to feel is not safe and is unhealthy, reach out for help always. Thanks again, babe. Thank you so much. You so I much. love you. It means so much to me to have you on here. And thank you for sharing your heart. It means a lot. Thank you. Don't forget, it's me, Becky G. And that is it for this episode of En La Sala. You guys can follow me at I am Becky G on all social media from my Twitter, my Instagram. You can also follow my little boo daddy here at they love the boy or on Twitter at S all right, mi gente, we are here every week. Make sure you follow and subscribe to join the party in La Sala. See you guys next week.
This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.